Adam, I tell you what, it's getting harder and harder to come up with creative introductions for these episodes, especially with tech, you know? Yeah, yeah, I know it. I mean, they hadn't thrown any trash on the field. Uh, Jeff really hadn't said anything dumb at a press conference for us to make fun of. Honestly, at this point, it feels like it'd be more of a rival for them to be playing Kennesaw State or Georgia State. That's the same playing field. Yeah. Wait a minute, what's that? Go dogs. Go dogs. Hello and welcome to Row 60 of Georgia Football Podcast. My name is Clark Gaines. Joining me today, as always, is Adam Thornton. Yes, sir. And this is show number 15, Adam. The dogs are 11 and 0 on the season. Perfect record so far. Boom. Yes, sir. Show number 15 for 15 and 0, baby. That's the goal. That's where this trajectory is heading for for yes. this season. And it can't get any more exciting, Clark. I mean, it seems like that we're being homers, that we have red and black glasses on because we're just fired up about just the dogs each and every week talking about undefeated records and everything. But truly, this mm-hmm. is what we're living with this football team. Oh, hey, great. Clark, let me ask you a question real yeah. quick. If the good Lord allowed you to script a college football season going into the last week of the regular season, could you draw one up any more perfect? I was thinking about this Saturday night. Uh, the only- could you draw one I- up any more perfect? Probably not. No. Honestly, no. No. The answer is no. <laughs> no. When you think about what's happening in the landscape of college football with our rivals, with Georgia, number one, it's, it's just as good as it gets, people. Absolutely. Woo! I'm thankful for that this Thanksgiving week. Yes, me too. I'm thankful Let's for go. the dogs. Adam, we were sitting in church yesterday, and uh, the, the pastor asked us to um, turn to our neighbor yeah. and tell the neighbor right. uh, something that we were thankful for. And I said, you you and I both said, the dogs. The dogs. I don't baby. know if anybody else said Oh, that, yeah. But. I mean, we're, we're thankful for health, family, and Absolutely. all the other good. But, I mean, of course, that's a given. But right. uh, Georgia football being 11, those huge, man. Absolutely. Huge people like us. Huge people in this state. Mm-hmm. And uh, I tell you, man, uh, let me start by saying this, too. The buzz of this community right now. The buzz of everybody is fired up about Georgia football. Clark, everybody you talk to. And, you know, we've talked about, say, hey, get in the grocery store. Talk about the dogs. When you're going to uh, drop off your kids at school, talk about the dogs <laughs> yeah. and the community is buzzing and uh we have people in our church uh, um around the gumlaw community up here in franklin right. county jeff and lydia etheridge who made a and oh, there's a picture of it on youtube that we're putting up right here a hay bale of a georgia player that was just perfectly thought out the paint and everything that's a spirit we love to see it's contagious man it's running rampant in this state from all the way from northeast georgia shoot all the way down from dalton down to valdosta making to Atlanta and Savannah and all those places. Yeah. And I mean, everybody is fired up. Red and black's brought out, baby. And this this is what it's all about. That's right. This is why in this state, we love college football. And why majority of this state likes red and black instead of blue and gold. Yes, and sir. people who like blue and gold are outsiders in this state. <laughs> That's Whoa, it. baby. That's it. All right. All right. My rant's over to start oh, you're the show. Good. I love it. I love it. We need that kind of energy, Adam, because yep. it is hate week. Uh-huh. We uh-huh. play the the inferior trade school on North Avenue. Yes, it is. The Coke by joke. But before we get into that, we are going to be talking about the Charleston Southern game. Yeah. The poor Buccaneers. They walked the plank. It, it was a beatdown. We respected them. We respected them. We talked them. about that on the last show, that we're going to respect Charleston Southern. And I believe that uh, Kirby and the staff respected them. Absolutely. And uh, came in with a good focus and really executed well that first yeah. half. And uh, it, it was a beautiful day in Sanford, sure. as always. Absolutely. Offense, de- defense, special teams talk coming up. We're also going to be mentioning a little bit about all these coaching changes. Yes. The college football landscape. The coaching landscape. carousel, baby. It yes. just keeps going around, <laughs> and it gets the victim one at a time. That carousel keeps spinning. So I can't wait to talk about that. Segment. Yes. We'll talk about our last week's pick'ems, uh, some of the games there. Right. And then we got a good slate of games this week. It's rivalry week. You it know, is in-state rivalry. rivalries are clean old fashioned yes. hate, baby. <laughs> and then at the very end, we'll do the Georgia versus Georgia Tech uh score predictions. Yes. All right, Adam. Yes. Let's talk a little bit about this past Saturday uh in Athens. It was good to be back home one last time mm-hmm. between the hedges. Saturday in Athens, man, I almost shed a tear when Bob O'Reilly played. It just kind of hit me as the last one this season. It's been a great, magical season up to this point. 
And it's kind of sad that, you know, we're no longer going to be in Sanford this year. You know, uh, Clark, I, I get the same feeling. Even though I'm 28 years old right now, even from when I was seven years old, the last mm -hmm. Georgia home game, it hit me hard. It, it, it saddened me. I didn't want to see it in just thinking I'm not going to get it again until the following September. And I, I still, from seven years old to 28 years old, I get the same feeling when I leave that stadium mm -hmm. every last game. Yeah. I hate the thought of, you know, the seatbacks are going to be tough. When I was in uh -huh. school down there, I hated nothing more than when they were getting the seatbacks collected up. And just knowing that uh, Sanford Stadium was going to be dormant from mm -hmm. football until the next September. And But, you know, thankfully, though, we're going back to our gratitude and our blessing, that Georgia still got a lot to play for this season. <laughs> There's it. a lot of important football. But it, it was sad, you know, um, uh, how, how we do it. And a lot of people around Sanford Stadium, there's people there and uh, that sit around you each and every Saturday and have for years. That That's the only time you get to see them in right. these home Georgia games. So, you know, you're saying your goodbyes to them, catching up for another year, and, and it's sad. Uh, Jack and Richard in front of us, oh, yeah. uh, Miss Janice and Miss Pam, and then um, another one's Mr. Russell Harrell. Shout out to him, listener of the show, on row 58 right ah. there, two rows in front of us. And, you know, and, and it's fun, and that's what makes it special. We've talked about that before, but um, it, it's exciting, though. Clark. It was another good day. It was a great way to cap off the home season. Another undefeated home season. Yes, so yes, yes. Let's go. Absolutely. You know, Adam, I've I've actually grown to like the twelve o'clock kickoffs this year. Yeah, I man. know that sounds crazy. And we also we, at the beginning of the season when we were playing Arkansas, we were saying that we wanted to ban noon kickoffs. Right, but right. It was actually a nice, pleasant day. Good weather. Yeah, uh, wasn't too cold and uh, good sunny sky out. Yes, good, it was. Uh, senior day. The seniors were recognized at the beginning of. The game, um, a lot of good DGDs, and we we shouted their names out yes. last. Um, and let me ask you this: Who out of this group of seniors would you say is your favorite? And I know it's hard to pick just one, but if you could just pick one, I I, I mean I know it's a cliche answer. It is Jordan Davis. Oh, yeah, um, I mean you could tell. You know, there's players that that love Georgia, love playing for Georgia, thank for the opportunity to play for Georgia. And then there's players that love Georgia. Yes. That you cut them open and they bleed red and black just like me and you do, Clark, mm -hmm. and are will continue to keep up with the program. And you could tell Jordan Davis, and, and not saying that other guys don't, no. but you could definitely tell that Jordan Davis loves Georgia football. Right. He is a Georgia fan, too. Mm -hmm. And and that's what I love about it, man. His interaction after the game with the band and uh -huh. his appreciation for the student body, for the fans alike, is just something – that as, as a fan and me in your shoes, that we love to see guys who have pride putting on mm -hmm. that G. And this whole team does. This yes. team's different. And they love the university they play for, the state that they play for, their coach, the fans, everything. Man, it's just clicking on all cylinders, Clark. Oh, yeah. Yeah. Boom. It was good seeing them. And, uh, man, yeah, like you said, there are just so many good DGDs out there. Seniors, yeah. juniors. Yeah. Hey, sophomores Absolutely. and freshmen alike. There, we right. just uh, – we have a really good stand-up quality football team. So, um, very, very proud of them. Um, I tell you, Adam, it was tough for some people out there to even find the game. Because it was all oh, ESPN. Oh, it's another ESPN scam. You know, we're the anti-ESPN podcast. But what they hey, – it's got to be since like 1969 or 1970 since the last time the number one team hasn't been televised. Ridiculous. Ridiculous. Like, hey, you had to be a subscriber to stream ESPN+. Plus. That's what the new ESPN contract with SEC is going to be. Going forward, each team is going to have one game per year where they have to stream it. So that means – and especially targeting the SEC people in the South. Who mm -hmm. love their college football and are going to have it. to subscribe yeah. and pay for an ESPN account after even paying internet services to just get ESPN period or Direct TV and Dish? Just hey, just getting the common man digging deeper into the common man's pockets. That's man, it. I don't like that. That's I don't right. like that ESPN. That's that's just greed, and that's why we are the anti ESPN. That's right, part. and that's why the next time they do this, I'm going to assume it's going to be for another FCS team. Just come with us. Come yeah. to the game. Show up live. That's right. I tell you, and we had a, quite a few people come and stop by Row 60 to tell us, hey, yes. shout out to all of them. They were awesome. Uh, awesome to see. Another guy we got to see, Adam, and this kind of ties into our weekly concession stands report. Uh Jim. Jim. Jim Wilcox. We love Jim. Big fan of the show. Uh, obviously, he gave us these hats right yeah. here that we're rocking right now. And also, he came, he visited us, and brought it, me and you a hot dog. Yeah. The so official Adam. food of Sanford Stadium. And Row 60. And Row 60. Dang right. <laughs> That's right. Hey, give us that weekly concession stands report. All right. Hey, I'll start off with the good, Clark. Because okay. I'm an optimistic person. Yeah. That needs more opt optimism. So, I'm going to start off with the good with the concession stand report. It was the best hot dog. Oh. That I had at Sanford Stadium, mainly because 
Jim, Jim brought it I to agree. us. And it tasted better coming from Jim, our fan, our, our loyal fan, bringing one. So that's why it was the very best one that I've had this season. It was good. And, it was nice and warm. Like it wasn't uh, like a lukewarm yeah. hot dog. It yeah. was nice and yeah. yeah so and, and now, now Clark, but you know, uh, saying that, saying that, we're is there some bad negative. Negative. There's some negatives on the Sanford Stadium concessions. Uh-oh. All all year. I'm just going to go ahead and say. It needs to be said. We haven't pointed out a bunch of negatives on this show. The Sanford Stadium concession. And it could be because of where the world is right now and shortages and whatnot. So we're going to give everybody the benefit of the doubt. But there has been some awful preparation, I feel like. Service has been good. Now, I'm not talking about the people who are giving you the food because they have done an outstanding job moving people in and out of the lines. The lines are great. But as far as preparation... How do you run out of souvenir mug hot chocolates? Dang. Are you kidding In November, me? Clark. I know. Before the game. Before the game. No, now I tell you what, you run out of souvenir mugs, insula- you know, insulated mugs that if you have some hot chocolate. I'm a veteran coffee drinker. Right. And I-, I can sip it down pretty good, but you got your people out there at warm liquids, hot chocolate coffee, et cetera. Uh, it- it takes them a little bit longer to sip it. So yeah. if you give them a small paper cup of an overpriced hot chocolate, and it, it might get cold on them in a hurry. Mm-hmm. And so the insulated mug, people wanted, my wife wanted one. Before the game was sold out, God 30 man. minutes before, and then at halftime there was none left. So all I'm saying is in that regard is, hey, man, you know, when, when it's in November, we don't have to have no hot chocolate in the Labor Day yeah, weekend, yeah. opening day kickoff of Sanford, but have your hot chocolate inventory good to go. I agree. I mean, heck, man, you just got to mix some powder up with some hot water, and there's your hot chocolate, man. It's an easy sale. The people want it. Give them their hot chocolate. That's true. I wanted it, and I know Caitlin, I, it, my wife. Everybody did. wanted hot chocolate. We every, wanted hot chocolate. All of God's children <laughs> love watching football in November with hot chocolate. Yes. Where's the hot Probably. chocolate? Josh Brooks, come on, help us out, brother. Yeah. No, I'm just kidding. But hey, Josh Brooks, shout out to him. He, I, I feel like though the facilities, he is a great oh, AD, yeah. and he is uh, leading this this program in the right direction. Oh, but the, and, but that is an excusable hot shot. But the, Zax, the Zaxby's ice does make up for a lot of That's it. It's great quality <laughs> ice. I've I've enjoyed that thoroughly this season. So one more shout out to yeah. Sanford Stadium Concessions, bringing in some Zaxby's ice, good crunch to it, it, man. Um. Uh, anyway, that, that's that's good. That's yep. what I have to say about the concessions. So, I like it. Um, another good year in Sanford. Good yeah. eating, and yeah. but the hot chocolate. Mm. Halftime performance, Adam. Shout out to the Redcoats, man. They they. I love the Redcoats. I yeah. love the band. I love them playing throughout the game. But I also love this halftime performance. They recognized each branch of the military. Uh, saluted all the veterans. We love our veterans. We love America. We love America. <laughs> we love our veterans. And uh, I, I love when they do go each song of each branch. Yeah. And uh, you get to honor the men and women who served in those mm-hmm. uh, branches. So mm-hmm. uh, that's something that I think in this country we need more of. I'll I agree. say that. And um, it's awesome when there's that many people gathered together in unison, um, both sides uh, alike, that are able to to honor our veterans like that. And men and women who definitely deserve that recognition. Um, the man who sung God. God bless America. Just gave you chills. So yeah. all in all, just a great halftime performance uh, honoring America. Yeah. And those men and women who serve. That's right. So let's talk a little ball here. Um, yes. Georgia, listen to this, has only gone per- – they've been perfect in four regular seasons, 1896 – Oh. They went four and zero. I don't remember. <laughs> they literally that. played. I don't remember uh, that one. Either. I don't know of many people that do. Nineteen forty six and nineteen eighty and nineteen eighty two, and wow. maybe the nineteen forty two season. I I kind of ran through that statistic pretty quickly. So I'm, yeah, I'm pretty sure those are the only four seasons. But this wow. year could be number five under Kirby Smart. Uh, speaking of, it Kirby, will be number five. It will be. Huh? What are we talking about? Yeah. yeah, absolutely. <laughs> Let's talk about Kirby though. Cur- Kirby currently has a 78, oh, sorry, 0.786 winning percentage, which currently is higher than any other coach uh, in George football history. That's awesome, Crazy. man. That's, that's exciting. That, that, that's big, and it's a testament to how hard he works mm-hmm. and the passion he has for this university and getting up every single day and working and the staff underneath him and the players. And yeah. We're just in a great spot, man. We are. We're in a great spot. We'll talk. I, I want to touch more on that and kind of the landscape of SEC yeah. and everything in the future going forward when we talk with the coaching care. So I agree. We'll get into that. Yeah, we'll say man, that. we're blessed. Uh, dogs have given up 85 points through 11 games, and that is the lowest since 1950, in which I believe is somewhere in the 60-point range. But, man, you're playing these, you know, wow. high-tempo offenses. Yeah. 
That's impressive. That, that yeah. is impressive. Man, I mean, it's fun to see. I, I talked about at the beginning of the year how I'm a defensive-minded college football fan. Mm-hmm. I love defense, man. I miss how the game used to be. I hate that. I, I don't like the the the, the gimmickry. I don't know if that's Gimmick. a word. That's going to be a word. Gimmickry. It's not already. I don't know. It's just the gimmicks that yeah. offenses throw out now, the high <laughs> tempo, the cuteness. I don't like it, man. No. I don't like it. I like, you know, man on man lining up in the trenches. Who is going to just, you know, be able to but outman the other team, out-physical the other team? Yeah. And Georgia's defense has out-physicaled a bunch of opponents that's this right. year. That's what I love. That's kind of ball I love, Clark. Yeah. And dadgummit, they out-physicaled. Uh, Charleston Southern, God bless them. I mean, you almost feel bad for teams like that. But, you know, at the end of the day, they're getting a nice, hefty paycheck to play in these kinds of games. But, man, I think altogether we should just eliminate them. Yeah. Um, You know, that's an interesting um, point, Clark. I wish there was a way that that, – that brand of football, those type of teams can still have a budget to continue because yeah. I think I want football to continue to grow in popularity and, and to stay yeah. a relevant sport in this nation. And I want whoever to have the opportunity to play it, if they're talented enough to go, whatever level that is for the love of the game. And there's got to be a way besides this to, <laughs> to, to fund those yeah. programs. But, you know, if it is, then I'm all for that, for those kids can keep uh, keep their dream up playing right. ball. Man, um, you know, but it, it is. It's not a very exciting game for most, but it is an opportunity to watch the dogs play one more yeah. time. So, but, yeah, it, it is. And it, I don't think I've ever seen a game where it was such a talent gap. Oh, I mean, I of course, Georgia could have beat them 100 to nothing. Yeah. And if people didn't watch the game, they might say, oh, Charleston Southern scored a point or scored a touchdown. They must have done it on the third string. And it was, but it was a fluke play <laughs> where a guy, inter- one of our boys, intercepted the ball and yeah. it got it stripped from him and then it went back the other way. Oh, so it's kind of a fluke uh, touchdown by Charleston Southern, but a good play by the kid nonetheless. Right. Got to give that man his props. That's awesome. Scored a touchdown at Sanford Stadium against number one team. So uh, yeah. good on him, man. Yeah. But, uh, it, 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 you know, Coach Smart Clark talked about this game as and and that you got to come out with you know your own juice because right. the crowd's really not gonna gonna bring it too much. Mm-hmm. Come out with your own juice and come out ready to play because the more you let this teams hang around, the more you uh, have to keep your first string guys sure. in. And and there's a bunch of kids that have uh, have. Uh, put in a lot of hard work that deserve to be in front of the crowd in Sanford Stadium and play. Right. And they got that opportunity Saturday because the boys came out and uh, Georgia came out and played and was, uh, you know, motivated. So yeah. that, that's good to see. When you're, when you're on a championship hunt and teams like Charleston Southern, when you have a team come out with the mindset that Georgia did Saturday and didn't come out flat, man, good. that's awesome. It's good. That's awesome. Yeah, we're not struggling with Samford or anything like that. So Right, right. So, I mean, yeah, exactly. We yeah. didn't give up half a That's hundred. Right. <laughs> to an FCS to an school. school oh, home. boy. That's right. So. Well, let's talk a little bit about offense, defense, special teams. Yes. There's honestly not too much we're going to talk about uh, with this. But, uh, man, we had a very balanced attack. We ran the yeah. ball. We threw the ball. Uh, 255 passing yards uh, between, I believe, three, four quarterbacks maybe. Yeah, yeah. Rushing yards, they had 233, so that was good. Um, anything that really, I guess, stood out to you, Adam, offensively, and I mean, you, you can't really gauge, uh, you know. Yeah, I, I mean, it, well, Clark, I mean, it, it's going back to what I said. They came out and they did what they were supposed to do. Right. You didn't see anybody sleepwalking, and that's the biggest thing of these games is you want to first not come away with any big injuries, and yeah. luckily we dodged that, but, but then you still want to see a team that is focused, mm-hmm. that is clicking on all cylinders, not playing sloppy, because time and time again, as the tale is old as time, teams come out flat in these type of games. So what we discussed, and that wasn't the case with Georgia. I loved how the offensive line did, even if it was against a undermanned defensive front from Charleston Southern. They, uh, they, they moved guys, running backs, got yards on the ground. All the quarterbacks, I felt, played well. Yeah. You know, I mean, what would you say? They played well, and um, – Everybody who got in the game really did did a good job, I felt like. Uh, so the biggest thing, though, in games like this and this upcoming week is just 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 get away and not have any injuries. Mm-hmm. I think that's what this team did. Yeah. That's what they did Saturday. So it, all in all, it couldn't have gone any better. Mm-hmm. Couldn't have gone any better. You know, you go up 49 to nothing going into the house uh, to the half. Offense is clicking. And, you know, come out uh, – Plugging in a lot of uh, second, third string guys that got their opportunity in the second half. You win 56 to 7. Mm-hmm. Um, good show. Good oh, show. Yeah. yeah. Good show. I tell you, it was fun to see old big JD number 99 
Get that touchdown. Yeah. Oh, that, that was the loudest that it was. got in Sanford Stadium the other day. It was. And if you didn't see that, you need to go YouTube it. It was you incredible. Uh, actually, and, and this is something I, I don't think a lot of people did see if they only watched the highlights. We ran that play twice, didn't get it the first time. Nope. And then the crowd, I mean, it erupted because we all wanted Jordan Davis to score yes, that we touchdown. Did. And so, <laughs> so Kirby, you know, he did the NASCAR thing, got him back up, huddled really quick, and did it again. I love it. I love it. And I, you know, that's something you wouldn't think Kirby would do, but it's good to see that side <laughs> oh, yeah, of, yeah, you know, yeah. let's do it again. Let's get Jordan that touchdown. Right. I know it meant a lot to Jordan, man, and uh, a lot to the, the guys, too. And yeah. Just watching the chemistry. The chemistry, we've talked about this a bunch this season, but these boys love each other. Yeah, they do. And that's that's a recipe for a championship team where we're wanting to see these boys go. Mm -hmm. um, another thing that I really loved, man, and, and and God bless him, it was a it was great to see him back. He's persevered, been through a lot with two ACL tears. Hadn't played since a 19 championship against LSU when he caught that ball from Jake Fromm, I believe, on the opening possession that night in Atlanta, yeah. is uh, Dominique Blaylock. Yep. So that guy, he, he he's come back since not playing since 2019. He looked good. Yeah. He looked good. So, I mean, that's, that's just another weapon. I mean, people don't – you know, a lot of people might forget that he was a starting punt returner for that yeah. 19 team a, and made a lot of good plays on offense um, uh, that year. So getting him back is just another weapon. Club. Right. So uh, he looked good, and it was great to see number eight back on the field yeah. for Georgia. Speaking of uh, injuries and guys coming back, what do you think about George Pickens, Adam? Because you have an interesting take, and you also said – He'd be ready about this time. Yeah, a few I, weeks ago. No, no insider information. Well, yeah, yeah, no, yeah. But I just had a gut feel, and he was dressed out. He you was. pointed that out. I never, I didn't see it, but you pointed out that he was dressed out. I did see a video of him uh, uh, catching some balls and warm ups right. and um, making some cuts and whatnot a little bit. And I, and the one I saw, he caught a little hitch or out, a little curl or whatever, and he he got it, caught it, and the receiver group just went crazy. You know, excited, <laughs> yeah, that's awesome. So that it was good. Awesome. So, I man, I'm gonna go ahead and call it. We don't know this or not. I'm gonna say. We see him in some game time in Atlanta. Saturday, oh, okay. All right. And maybe even a bigger role in Atlanta. What I like about it, and we'll talk about this next week, but I can't wait. <laughs> and so it is Alabama and Georgia SEC Championship, man. Official. The thing I love about it is he might not be a part of a game plan when you have him out there, but defense have to respect him. That's true. Ha they have to put two guys on him and respect him. And even if he might be a decoy, uh, he's still got to be respected. Right. And it opens up for other people to make plays, too. Yeah. So having number one on the field, no matter matter what, if, if he is good to go um, and, and, and cleared, then it's huge. Yeah, huge that's, that's a great point, Adam. I mean, and, and going back to injuries, like if we can escape, you know, significant injuries in the next yeah. two weeks, what that does is for Alabama, they have to game plan right. for all of our weapons, right. Right? right? Anybody that goes down, obviously, they don't necessarily have to worry yeah. about, but um, that just that gives Nick Saban, those guys, a right. little bit more of a headache and right. something to worry about. And I mean, I guess same for us, but – um, but yeah, that's why it's really, really important. To, we got to stay healthy the next um, week. Well, yeah, I, I agree with that, Clark. And um, but everybody on offense did a good job. McConkie got some balls. Brock Bowers knew oh, what he could. God. Darnell Washington got a lot of um, playing time. Had a lot of snaps. Might have had more snaps than anybody on the offense side of the ball. As far as the, uh, I'll, I'll go ahead classify him as a skills group. I mean, he's, he's a threat, but uh, I wish we could have got him the ball, got him a yeah, touchdown. Yeah. He looked a little frustrated at times. There was some times where uh, Stetson really didn't make the read or Jay, whoever the quarterback was, didn't make the read where he looked like he was open. Wish we could have got him the ball. His body language looked a little frustrated with that, yeah. but I mean, I understand. He wants the ball, a touchdown. I hope he, I hope his mindset, because he's going to be big. I think there's some big moments for him. I just, that's the only negative, I guess, I if you want to call it that. But if we're, if we're going to be a podcast and talk about that, you know, positives and negatives. That's the only thing I could say is yeah. it just kind of looked like the body language of Darnell looks a little frustrated. He didn't get the ball more, but there's no doubt that he's going to get opportunities in some huge games coming mm -hmm. up the next four, hopefully, that George will hey, be playing in. We may be saving some stuff. Um, right. And also another thing I wanted to say about the offense and, and taking guys out. You know, a lot of people want the first string to come out. You know, yeah. after we score seven oh, yeah. and we go up seven to nothing. But the reason why – um, and you may know this, you may not, but the reason why, you know, they keep them in is to condition. That's, that's typically why um, that's right. these coaches want their guys to play. I mean, if you take them out, don't get them any game time reps. I mean, that's a little less conditioning they get for the next week and the next. So, um, so you got to keep them going. That, that's right, Clark. I mean, if you take them out in the first quarter this uh, past week against Charleston Southern, then we'll go ahead and say it. 
very likely it could be the same scenario in Atlanta Saturday against Georgia Tech. Yeah. That would be only a half a football combined between right. two weeks exactly. going into a huge SEC championship game against Alabama. So I think it was the perfect mix of yep. getting other guys some experience, some guys who might see some big reps big uh, um, uh, coming off in the postseason, getting them some more experience too. And your starters, like you said, the condition in front, got a bunch of plays in and reps in. It couldn't have gone any better as far yeah. as the game planning and the roster management of who played and right. – and, um, um, the looks on Saturday. So, mm-hmm. really, I mean, everything that you wanted against a, uh, a team like Charleston Southern was executed on Saturday. Absolutely. Uh, let's go to defense. What else can what you say? say? I, uh, we're we're I, a broken I was, record. Yeah, I mean, uh, they're amazing, and guys just keep on up. One thing, I will give a shout-out to some guys that we probably hadn't talked about. I thought William Poole looked good. Clark. Yeah, he did. And I think he has a lot of reps there in the first, mm-hmm. and maybe in that nickelback position. And I don't know. I keep an eye on him. You might see a guy like him that might – I mean, we'll talk about more in Alabama. He might be getting more and more reps with maybe – I hate to single guy out, but Brady maybe having some um, yeah. some uh, some uh, uh, some difficulties maybe in coverage or um, blown assignments, whatnot. But William Poole looked good. He definitely yeah. passed the high test, and I was excited to see him out yeah. there, man. Well, and so, in Brady's defense, I tell you, I mean, that's a tough posi- – that star position, it whatever is. you it call is. that the position, back it's so. tough. I mean, because you got is. a lot of different assignments and a lot of different reads to make. Right. So, right. Um, But, man, defensive line. Dominated. I, how many sacks do we have? Do we know? I'm, I'll look uh, I that don't know up, how but. many, but I tell you one thing with Adam Anderson's absence, and we'll go ahead and say it. We do need to say the news here that um, everybody, you know, if you don't live in a bubble, know what has been going on with him. He will not be playing for Georgia again this season and probably ever again. Right? Yep. I think that's safe to say. So there's got to be stuff that, uh, that comes up that – uh, you talk about how do you replace a guy like him. You see Robert Bill coming in. But one thing you see, Clark, is a three-middle um, linebacker look where you have Channing Tindall, Quay Walker, and Kobe Dean, yeah. all three in the game. And that, that's just ridiculous speed right there, man. <laughs> and is. guys who can get sideline to sideline uh, covering the flats. And, right. and, of course, people, all three of them get to the quarterback. So, yeah. um, man, it, it, it's exciting to see going forward. Defense is still clicking. Oh, yeah. And um, guys stepping up. And just, uh, just a great – Great feeling going forward. I, I like it. What about Nazir's stack house? I love that name. I love Nazir, man. You, you see him out there? Oh, way? he's very underrated on the uh, the defensive line. Yeah. Man. I feel like he's played well all all uh, year. I believe he was banged up a little bit there in the middle of the season. Mm-hmm. But uh, every time he's come in, it seems like he's a guy that's noticeable because he, he does cause some <laughs> havoc. You know? And the name. I mean, Stackhouse. Yeah, so cool. Nazir Stackhouse. So I love that name. He's a guy that uh, – it's going to be big. Um, and Chas Shambliss played some more ball. I think yeah. that's a name we definitely need to look out for. So, um, it was awesome. A lot of good guys. And, I mean, everybody, ESPN analysts, people who come and visit this team, they look and they say, the thing with Georgia is you can't – I mean, they the first team, the second team, and third team all look the same. Yeah. All look the same. And they all you look – yeah, they all look not necessarily – I don't know if you could say talent-wise the same. Yeah, I mean, yeah. There, there's development that has to happen in order to get that first right. ring. But I think what you thing. mean, the potential, yes, yes and definitely the, the the smart – They pass the eye test, yes. I guess what I'm trying yeah, to say. Yeah, yeah, the yeah, eye test is passed there. Right. And, I mean, it's an intimidating group. And, it, and it's something that you looked at when you used to see Alabama and the 2003 – I mean, still, but 2014-15 range, you know, all those teams. You looked at them – and when they would play a Georgia or a Florida or somebody, they, it was just a different look when they, right. those boys were on the field. And that's what Georgia has now, yeah, Clark. Yeah. And that's that's exciting. That's, that's a good exciting, point. That's so. a very good point. Uh, anything else you want to say about defense? They have four sacks, by the way. Uh, so. Four sacks, by the I mean, just still, it's, they're keeping the trend going. Um, still just playing flawless football. And um, yeah, they're going to be tested there, Clark. You know, be. with potentially with, of course, Alabama definitely, and then um, Ohio State potentially looming. Um, stuff we'll get into. Uh, defense just keep on bringing their A game. Going to have right. to have it to get that ultimate goal of winning on January 10th in Indianapolis. So. Oh, yeah. Let's talk special teams just right quick. Um, <laughs> Jake Camarda, I think he had a 60 something yard punt. That was unbelievable that was the only highlight of special well, in my opinion all yes car it, holy crap it's good to continue to see him doing like he's done all year because yeah. i think there's going to be some games in the postseason going forward where the field position battle and flipping the field <laughs> position and pinning uh, opponents deep in their own territory is going to be huge mm-hmm. against some of these offenses that are uh, prolific. Um, so him continuing to do what he does, and uh, and coverage is good. A guy like Lab McConkie, and that, that when you get when you have guys like Lab McConkie playing on special teams who can get down there and cover, um, that, that that's huge, and yeah. that could be differences in ball games, you know, and um. 
all around just good good job by everybody. Uh, Dom Blaylock caught him one. He's yeah. back there. Kieris has some good returns, uh, mate. It's so almost close there. to breaking. He's going to do it this He's year. He's going to do it this year, but nonetheless, fields the ball good and uh, gets upfield and puts our offense in good position. So, yeah. uh, Special team's good. Will Muschamp's doing a great job there, man. So, um, exciting times. Oh, yeah. yeah. I mean, what, what else can you say? It's just exciting, man. If you've been following this group, if you've been following Georgia football every year, no matter what their record is, who they play when you're at this point, it's exciting. But, golly, man, this is just some icing on top and with a little cherry on it as well, yeah. knowing how good this team is and the potential going forward. Mm. Oh man, this is, mm. I tell you, this is my favorite, personal favorite time of the year. Like you were saying, I mean, absolutely already fired up this season. I mean, you got Thanksgiving and Christmas and, and the postseason, but this year in particular, it just yeah. unreal. It's unreal. Great. Unreal. Great times we're living in, people. Which brings us to hate week. Georgia Tech, the enemy, if you will. Yeah. God, I hate them. Yeah. Man, I, I hate them too, Clark. I hate them too, but it's, it's getting harder. Each year to get excited about this football game. <laughs> um, you know, I, thank the Lord. Let me just start off by saying with Tech Week, thank the Lord something that we haven't had the past – how long has Jeff Collins been at Tech? Was it the 19th season? Yeah. 19? Yeah. yeah. So uh, thank the Lord that Paul Johnson, that triple option offense, with the potential alignment, yeah. cut blocking, you know, uh, clipping, uh, chop blocking, whatever you want to call it. Yep. And the risk of – I mean, I, I know football, no matter what, there's risk and injury whenever you play. But it seemed like that offense with those linemen and that blocking scheme uh, made it more – of a problem that the potential of a big knee injury to our defensive front was there with mm -hmm. that. So thank the Lord that we're not having to scheme for that offense. And I mean, Kirby killed it. Kirby yeah. killed that offense. Going back, man, when he stacked the two, back when Roquan was there, cool. guys like Monty Rice and how he played that triple option offense, that flex bone was so beautiful because you would have those inside line, those middle linebackers traditionally who, uh, like me and you are, sitting side by side, but right. stacking them, yeah. stacking them, and then following whatever the play is and one have the quarterback, one have the pitch man, and it the, shut it down. Right, court. and with their speed, killed they it. could do that. I, I promise you, Kirby killed the triple option, the flex bone, and yep. Paul Johnson's, I mean, beautiful. I love him. He didn't. Anywho, he that's kind of. Yeah, yeah. He didn't in 16, though. Well, well you know, but no, after, yeah, ground, ground. Well, after that, there. 17 and 18, uh, nah, they right. didn't move the football with that. So, Jeff Collins, uh, you know, I, I'll be honest, I hadn't really seen Georgia Tech play. I, I predicted in the beginning of the year that they'd have three wins on our preview show. They're at three wins are. right now. They're not going to get four. I promise you that. <laughs> um, and, you know, and it's a tough spot for him. And a lot of Tech fans over there on North Avenue are frustrated with Collins, I feel like, Clark. I feel like they want him gone from what I've heard. But it, it's tough for him because when you are transitioning from the type of player Paul sure. Johnson recruited in a flex bone offense and the type of guys he wanted, and in year three – you want to see results, but it's a little bit harder of a transition in a building than, than uh, traditionally what you see at a Power 5 conference. I don't know. I don't know. I, but he well, sure hadn't done anything that looks like the trajectory's right. going up. No, so no, I mean, it might be time, but I, they'll probably give him one more year. I, I think he should get one more year for – having the that big of a hurdle as yeah. far as the roster management going from the flex bone <laughs> to a traditional I don't know what they run probably I guess a spread, yeah, a spread. Uh, so I uh, you know uh, but still I'm uh, not good uh, I think attendance is just, uh, it will be the most highly attended red and black in that stadium I, takeover that's ever been hey if you're going if you don't have anything to do hey, this man, Saturday go red, get a go. ticket and go wear red and get in that stadium it's a fun thing it'll be a good time it'll be a big party over there there won't be any tech fans in attendance I promise that's you that's an that. oxymoron tech uh, how, how do you pull how are you a Georgia Tech fan I just I don't know I'm telling you what? I don't know I don't know but hey, shout out to the ones who are I mean I'll, yeah. I guess y'all are loyal some of the most loyal I couldn't do it but uh, it's it's tough it's tough for them and um you know I maybe I, I don't know where the program and the trajectory it, it just doesn't look good for me. I hate it because this is a I mean yeah. I rivalry I, game. It is a rivalry game and how I feel about it is you don't feel the same way and it every year it gets more and more like this that you have more hate towards Florida, Auburn, Tennessee, Clemson, and the, the likes. Less because the relevancy with them is not that. but I think now and people say should we keep this game going? 
Well, shoot, yeah, I think so, Clark. If they continue in the trajectory like they are, and then with Kirby, it looks like there's not going to be slowing down anytime soon playing yeah. in the SEC championships without the flex bone being ran. Yeah, it's, right. a, it's essentially it's going to be a lot, 12 o'clock kickoff every single year. You, you If you're playing Alabama, you're getting back to the house and resting and prepping for that four hours. I mean, they're already prepping for Alabama, obviously. Oh, yeah. But four hours before, and they're playing a physical game against Auburn. Right. Uh, so, I mean, it, it really is kind of a, a good setup, good scenario. So, um, but, yeah, I, as far as this game goes, I think it'll be ugly. Oh. Absolutely be ugly. <laughs> well, save your score prediction, Adam. Yeah. Uh, let's let's go through a couple of statistics here with Tech. Yeah. Since they are, you know, the mathematical buffs, nerds, whatever. Right, right. Um, yeah, yeah, yeah. They, they love some numbers. They, they, love, some they numbers. love some numbers. They love some numbers. So here, we're going to better, better. Some numbers. They're definitely, I will say this, that they are, they are better with numbers than I am. That, me too. And with, more probably, power with probably grammar, vocabulary, <laughs> the likes. Yeah. Anywho, proceed. All right. Georgia leads the all-time series 68-39 to 5. Yeah. Which, you tell me, is 68 a bigger number than 39? Yeah, I, I do know that. Do it know is, that. It is, it is. Right, That's a lopsided number. <laughs> it is. Uh, and I, 39 of those had to come back in the, was it? I, I mean, the Bobby Dodd days. Right, the right. The 50s. Yeah. The 60s. Yeah. 40, I don't know. Uh, uh, t- 20s, teens. I ain't even. <laughs> I- oh, man. Bulldogs are only giving up 7.5 points per game. The Bulldogs are also averaging 40.3 points per game. So that's a huge margin. Um, essentially, we're outscoring opponents right. by 33 points. That's ridiculous. Right. Um, Wonderful. Also, another thing about Tech, they have given up 357 points this season. That puts them at 106th in the FBS. And I believe they're only, what, 130? 130. Yeah, that's that's, that's, – We're going to have a field day, people. It's going to be good. Um, It's going to be good. Don't mean to say that sound arrogant, but, I mean, facts are facts, Clark. Facts are facts. It is what it is. It is what it is. If Tech were halfway decent, we'd be giving them some some credit. Yeah. the, the, I guess the important thing to know about this game, Adam, and we both mentioned this, you know, no one sports from like penalties. Right. And, uh, exactly. No, yeah, we do not need a George Pickens 2019 <laughs> throwing a cornerback into the wall type oh, deal and miss the first half of the SEC championship. So great point right there, Clark. Do not need that. Do not need injuries <laughs> and do not need guys being ejected or missing some right. time in Atlanta the next week. Yeah, maybe Kirby says, oh, yeah. let's not put George yeah. Pickens. He may be ready, but yeah. Uh, yeah, be better. Yeah, yeah, that's right. I, I don't know. I guess Trey. Swilling still in Atlanta at yeah. Tech, so that's the, the cornerback he threw up against the wall. The folks remember 2019, mm-hmm. but I don't really have a lot of X's and O's to say about this game. I think uh, we will manhandle Tech. I think we will run the football mm-hmm. pretty, you know, and 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 pad a good lead in half and get our starters rested, ready for next week, and get some more guys, some experience to finish it out. Um, run the ball, kind of get the game over with and quicker. The yeah. quick, I don't, I don't care about the score. I don't care. I don't want anybody to compare what Notre Dame did in South Bend against them last right. week, putting up 45 <laughs> to nothing because Kirby's not. Looking at that, let's just get a win. Do what's best to prepare for the SEC championship and run the ball, eat up clock, and make it as short of a game as possible to get back to the house and get rested. Yep. And, and go ahead. You know, I mean that that's a great point. Got to get rested up, and you're exactly right. If we if we can shorten the game, like by time wise, you know yeah. that's a good thing because once again, Kirby's all about some competitive advantages. You know. Uh, Auburn, Alabama, don't kick off till 2.30 right. Eastern Standard Time. So that's, you know, you're, you, get, you yeah. get a couple more hours on Bama. Bama's also playing an emotional game. That's a right. huge rivalry game for them with Auburn. They've lost two of the past uh, well, they've two. lost the last two in Jordan Hare, yeah. and it's in Jordan Hare Saturday. And, yeah. I mean, it's not a good Auburn team. I, I think they've regressed tremendously. Right. But it's still physical. It's right. still a huge rivalry. And their ones and are going to be, be in there the whole game. That's right. More than likely. That's so. right. So, um, yeah, so without with that being said, not much X and O's, just a little bit about the rivalry Georgia Tech. Georgia, Clark, has not lost in Bobby Dodd Stadium this century. That's true. 1999 was the last time they had lost in that uh, that rivalry in Atlanta. And that was questionable. That was the mysterious ghost, ghost uh, Jasper Sanks fumble before there was uh, there was any um, reviews, mm-hmm. you know, uh, any pylon camera, so to speak, or whatnot. <laughs> so they lost that game. But since then, uh, let's talk about some notable ones this century in Atlanta. Mm-hmm. Um, 0-1 was the big Tim Wansley play in Rick's oh, first yeah. year um, against a, a tech team that was a program that was respectable at the time. Mm-hmm. Um 
03 Reggie Balls in there. Uh, <laughs> Shout out to him. Yeah, yeah. MVP yeah, right yeah, there. Yeah, yeah. That next year, 04 is when he had the famous fourth oh, down, throwing the ball uh, out of bounds. And then you get 05 was one of my personal favorite games. I believe it was only a 14-7 to win with that 05 team. One of my favorite all-time Georgia teams. I have to give a shout out. One of my favorite dogs, Demario Minner, was yeah. up on Calvin Johnson and shut him down nice. all night long. And uh, Tim Jennings got a big pick there. That's at the right. End of secure. I that. 07, I think it was 31 17 game. Mm-hmm. This is all the top of my head trying to remember. Stafford yeah, right. lit it up. And then 09, Clark, that's when they were a top 10 team and Georgia was unranked. That was the original we run this state game. Yes. Where Caleb <laughs> King, I still remember sitting in the tech deck. Tech no, not deck. the tech deck. Excuse me. That's in Sanford. That's the 600 level. But the the upper deck and uh and um and George Tech where you know the lights don't even shine you're literally in the dark in that yeah. upper deck at a night game it it's been a long scary. time since night but there are you know you know as well as I do you've been up there it, nothing illuminates up in that upper level you so, there Adam thank you, thank you so you're in the shadows but I'll never forget that night open up that second half we were nervous we we're gonna lose that football game that night I mean it was a very very pedestrian Georgia football team against one of Tech's better teams yeah and I remember Caleb King running towards that end zone we were sitting in and just pulling them in and then mm-hmm. the route right there was uh was beautiful and um 11 won again so i mean uh, 13 was probably the one that was most nerve-wracking went to oh, overtime with though hudson mason yeah but somehow I, mean, I think we were down like 20 to nothing we were at the halftime and it got around the half and it got right it was loud i was like i'm actually gonna watch george loose yeah taking well he'd already lost to vandy that year so i mean yeah. nothing missouri, missouri yeah, yeah yeah nothing would really i mean you me. have to you really i mean nothing really to play for that team except pride so i just a quick shout out that 2013 bunch yeah. keeping the streak alive coming back in that second half and winning that game because mm-hmm. i truly thought they weren't at yeah. halftime but anywho uh, and, and walking memory. out of that stadium that game was the iron kick Bowl. six kick six yeah yeah you crazy. looked at the phone and uh you saw how weird that was. You I thought know. they were going to overtime, and then, bam, all of a sudden, Auburn won the football game. And yeah. uh, Good memories, good memories. So, uh, anyway, that's just a quick little rehash on some oh. of my memories. Adam, I'll tell Auburn you, Adam, game. shout out to you with the memory. You, you have the – I honestly, probably the best long-term well, memory of anyone else I know of. Nah, when it comes to Georgia football, my wife would differ on other things. But, <laughs> you know, so, yeah. anyway, but then one more thing, 15 was Coach Rick's last game at Georgia yeah. and uh, a big good win there. So, mm-hmm. uh, just a, a shout-out for that. But, yeah. you know, memories are in Atlanta, and um, we'll have some more Saturday, Clark. Oh, yeah. So, it's going to be fun. Exciting. I'm ready for it. I think I hope it's uh, one of the most lopsided games in, yeah. in uh, this series. Yeah. So, we got back-to-back uh, dates in Atlanta uh, this upcoming week and week uh, next week. Um, playing in uh, playing at the joke by Coke, obviously uh-huh. Georgia Tech. Uh-huh. But then the next week, Adam, we were going to Atlanta, the Bins for the Boom. SEC championship game. Let's talk a little bit about the playoff picture. Um, who do who are your four teams right now? Do you think are in the playoff? Right, Claude, it, <laughs> right now today, I I think it'll be Georgia. Mm-hmm. I think it's going to be Ohio State. Um, they, they make me nervous. I think they're yeah. going to wind up with the two seed. And then um, I think the three seed, I think Cincinnati's going to slip in there. Really? And then, uh, I mean, uh, with Oregon losing, they have a better case for sure. I think they will. I, and they could get beat by Houston on championship weekend. That's but, true. yeah, Cincinnati. And then I'm going to go, uh, I can't decide between the Big 12 champion. But if it's Oklahoma, it seems like the committee just hadn't been impressed with Oklahoma all year. Even right. they were ranked eighth when they were undefeated before losing to Baylor. Oklahoma State has a good defense for a Big 12 school. Yeah. I think if they beat Oklahoma or – the thing is, Oklahoma and Oklahoma State looks like they'll play back-to-back games. So you automatically – say if one if – unless they split it, if one beats the other two times in a row, that's two impressive wins right, right there at the end of the year. Could they potentially bring them in as the number four? You have a Notre Dame team going to be 11 and one with the loss of Cincinnati. That's just just sitting back, no yeah, game championship yeah. weekend, just waiting to creep on into that four spot, Clark. And hey, I'd love Notre Dame. In, uh, in that <laughs> I'll playoff. take them. So I don't know. It's going to be very interesting. There's going to be some chaos in it. But right now, if I had to say, I'm going to go with um, Georgia. Georgia, Ohio State, Cincinnati, and Notre Dame. Wow. I don't. I think the Big Twelve will be left out. I think they're going to split Bedlam so, and the Big Twelve championship. So no Bama. No. Oh, I tell you what. Georgia's beating Bam in the SEC championship. You're calling it. I'm calling it. Wait, well, we'll talk about that later. Okay. Now my season preview. I said Georgia would go twelve and zero and lose to Alabama. But times have changed. Throw that out the window. <laughs> but uh, you know, anyway, if. 
they better not set up Alabama for a uh, a two loss getting in. Mm-hmm. And when people listen to this podcast, we don't know this yet, but they better Ohio State better jump Alabama for the two spot. I'll be nervous if it comes out Tuesday night, uh, and people listen to this I already know it, of course, if Alabama's still in the two spot. Mm-hmm. That sets up then with them losing a close one to Georgia SEC championship, I wanted to follow the four spot. That's the playoff committee saying that yeah. they want Alabama in bad. And that's why Ohio State deservedly, I think, should jump Alabama that two spot. And if you get Alabama that three and they lose to Georgia, they have to drop to at least five or six. I would think. Right, right. One of the first two out. Yeah. Have to be. But I think that'll tell a lot. This this mm-hmm. week's rankings will tell a lot, Clark, what the committee wants to do with Alabama. Yeah. Because if, if that seven-point win against Arkansas last week was impressive enough to stay at number two after Ohio State blew out, could have named their score against a top-ten opponent, then they're, they're setting it up for Alabama to be in the four yeah. spot with two losses. I think so, I think Ohio State What about State you, Clark? Give me, give me yours. I'm, I'm actually right there with you, except uh, I'm, I'm taking Notre Dame out. I don't – I, I, Eleven and one, and then no. not having a conference championship, I think, has to hurt you. But of course, Notre now Dame in the caught. past, though, now in the past, they, you know, they're Notre Dame. They've slipped into what two of the last three. Um, so I, and that name carries know. a lot of weight. They yeah. love so, so I, but it's gonna be chaotic. I'm excited. I love it. That's what's so <laughs> yeah. good about this four team playoff. Oh yeah, people are gonna be mad. Because some people mm-hmm. are going to be like, who knows, hey, honestly. Dogs won't be mad because we right. are in. Oh, we're, George we're in. is in. You beat Tech and you are in, Clark. Yeah. You are in. And that's what's awesome about it. Yep. And it you know, Still you have know, a mulligan. But, but it's time to beat Alabama. It is. I, I, I'm, and I'm, that's I'm, why I would be so upset if they put Alabama in. Because you go ahead and you get them off in the SEC Championship. Right. Yeah. It should be. Send them to the freaking Sugar Bowl, baby. <laughs> anyway, woo, yeah. let's go. Ah, we'll, we'll get into that game. All right. Passing Next up the week. torch in Atlanta. Yeah, I'm not going to start this yet. But we're going to wait. We're going to wait. Oh, man. Hey, let's talk. A couple of things have uh, transpired. That's yes. my big word for the podcast. I, I try it. to use Love one big yes, word. Sir. That's a good word to use. Right there. I don't what? care if you make it up. Just make it sound impressive yeah. and roll with it. That's yeah. what I do. Oh, man. So one uh, – what were t- oh sorry, the job, coaching carousel, job baby. Get coaching the carousel going round yes. and round. The old merry-go-round. Dan Mullen out at Florida. I'd ah, like to say I day. called that. You did, call but it. now granted, did. I didn't know that preseason. Yeah, it, I, it would have been more impressive had I called that yeah, preseason. It, it, but sad um, day. You know, it is kind of a sad, sad day. thing. It is sad. I, I hate that Dan Mullen has been. Me too. Axed. I mean, he was good for Georgia. He, he didn't was. recruit. But, uh, but you know, when you have the – I like to think that the last two minutes of the first half in Jacksonville broke them. I, that team, after that happened, that team was done. Yeah. He was done. They were done. So, um, they make – Strickland makes a move in Gainesville. Who do you think goes to Florida, Clark? I have no idea. <laughs> I, I, I'd like to have an opinion on this, but I really Who would don't scare know. you at Florida? If you, I mean, uh, I, I don't think anybody necessarily is going to come in and match Kirby. But yeah. who would, who would make you? I, I don't know how much interest they have in a guy like Lane Kiffin or Lincoln Riley. That yeah. would, that would concern I, me. You know, Lincoln. You know, it was rumored that he was going to get a huge offer from LSU, and then now, kind of some more yeah. reputable sources came out and said he's going to shoot that down. I don't see him. Leaving? Declining the LSU job to go to Florida. I think LSU's yeah. <laughs> a better job than Florida, sure. a more talent rich state, the only team in the state. But I, I think where the number one that would concern me is what if Urban Meyer wants to relive the glory days? Oh, He's tired gosh. of Jacksonville. He wants to go back down two hours uh, south and go back to games. We'll try to uh, get the band back together. <laughs> hey, I, I'd say bring it on, man. I, you know, I, that would make me nervous, uh, but. I think Kirby. Kirby's the right kind of coach to go against Urban The only one that would recruit me is – or would scare me is if somebody comes down there who could recruit. Right. But the track record of Florida hire since Steve Spurrier left, Ron's a good recruiter, terrible coach, not much success down there. Urban, of course, hit gold with Tebow and some guys and, yeah, had a good run, two national championships. But then you get Muschamp, McIlwain, and and Mullen. So, really, and that's the thing with college football today. You're going to miss way more than you're going to hit. That's true. So, anywho, I, I don't know. Lane Kiffin doesn't scare me because I don't think his recruiting is up to par. But a guy like Mario Cristobal from Oregon is a guy who can recruit. Mm. Um, so, as long as they don't get a recruiter in there, and I don't care who they put in there, Kirby is uh, going to dominate. Hey, some somebody mentioned this. I don't even – this is probably not even likely, but – what about Dan Lanning at Florida? That's wouldn't, that be, wouldn't that That's be a little scary? scary? <laughs> That's scary. I'd hate to see it because yeah. I love Dan Lanning. Don't yeah. want to do that, but I, I don't know. I think he'd be a perfect fit for Virginia Tech. 
That'd be a good, a good job for good job. Get the ACC, you know, a guy can recruit and mm-hmm. do that. So, And I can still I, pull for him at Virginia yeah. Tech. I mean, I don't have any. I tell you, Clark, the, going into our next uh, topic about our teams, going back to if you could script this any better, 11-0, number one Georgia. Florida's in shambles. Clemson's unranked. About not is going to lose the division to Wake Forest, even though yeah. they, they smoked them this weekend. They're going to lose the division. Georgia beats them. I think ruins their season. So you got Florida, who's in shambles. Recruiting classes are terrible. Look like they're going to be set back for years. Auburn is in shambles. Right. With and, Harson. I mean, can you ask for better with a Georgia? I know. Tech with three wins. But Harson, they fell apart at the end of the year. I know Bo Nix is hurt, but they look atrocious Thank Saturday you. night against South Carolina. God. So Harson, a guy who's kind of, it sounds like there's rumors involved in Washington, and the recruiting classes are terrible. So, and then, you know, Kirby goes out and he gets uh, Jaheim Singletary, the number five player in the nation, number one cornerback, just, just, just committed here. Yeah. I mean, Casual. Just, it's rolling, Clark. That's a, the, the dynasty. Just get one in the floodgates open. Right, one national right, championship, right. the floodgates open, man. Passing of the torch in the SEC. Our, the rivals are down. And Kirby's just putting their, his foot on their throat and throttling them, man. Because <laughs> he gets up. He gets up every morning. And he wakes up, Clark, and he says, I'm going to, even in April, yeah. I'm going to outwork Florida. I'm going to outwork Auburn. I'm going to outwork Alabama. I'm going to outwork everybody and make Georgia better. And that's what we have yep. in Athens, yep. man. And it's not slowing down. The train's not right. slowing down. It's not coming to any halt. It's just, they're just putting a little bit more coal in the engine there, Clark. They're yeah. putting a little bit more coal in the furnace and burning <laughs> it and, and oh, moving Lord. on down the tracks. And they, there's no slowing down. And and people are terrified, Clark. Rivals are terrified. Georgia used to kind of be a laughing stock, But you can tell now, and checking out the pulses of other teams, that People are scared of Georgia. Yeah, yeah. Anyhow, I'm, I've got and, and like you said, no, like you said, I mean, once we win it, yes, once we get one under our belt, it's I, over. It's over. I think you get a few more trickle in, but I mean, people should be scared of Georgia because mm-hmm. it, uh, it's coming. Yeah. It's coming because Kirby Kirby's going to outwork anybody. I can tell you that right now. I, I tell you, I, I, I don't think I've ever seen a more nonsensical guy in my life than Kirby Smart. I love that it. guy is 100% love, love the man. So. Love the man. But great times ahead, man. I, that's what I'm saying, Georgia fans. Enjoy it. Yeah. We've waited for this time. I know. So <laughs> let's get it this year. Let's go ahead and get cap one this year yeah. and keep rolling. Oh, that'd be, that'd be phenomenal. All right, let's talk about last week's pick em. Yeah. Uh, start with Arkansas at Alabama, 330 CBS. That was a uh, good – Kind of a good game. Yeah, man. it was. I mean, a great fake field goal. I love that fake Oh, goal. God. Oh, that that got me good fired right up. there, baby. I even did, uh, yeah. I did a woo pick so yeah, yeah, I got fired that. up, too. I yelled. <laughs> scared the dogs, all that good stuff. But, no, nah, that, that was good. Hey, Arkansas played them good. Sam Pittman continued doing a good job down there. Alabama, great. I mean, the offense looks good. Um, you got to slow down Williams and Mechie and uh, Bryce Young, put pressure on him. But it, it just shows more and more. If you put pressure on Bryce Young and you don't give him a three-man run, that's what I couldn't understand with Arkansas. Why are you yeah. sit back and the 3 3 five defense yeah. is not going to beat Bryce Young and Alabama's offense? You cannot let him sit back there. He'll pick you apart. Mm-hmm. You bring a guy and that, and we got just the recipe for that. We'll talk about it more later. But I can't help myself. It's exciting. Alabama definitely looks like we can beat them. Yeah, and Obviously. their defense, um, you know, they're really good defense, but they're not up to they're par with right their now. standard. Well, they're not know? clicking right now. They're just communication there, everything. Something's just off with it. I don't mm-hmm. know what it is, but, I, shoot, I don't know. We'll always Alabama will always make you nervous, but, hey, man, I mean, awesome. The physical game. Georgia didn't have a physical game this past Saturday. Alabama did, yep. and it was a later kickoff. Uh, this upcoming week. Later kickoff, physical game. Hopefully, Georgia's not going to really have a physical game. Get the house early. Hey, big thing, little things in football you got to look at, and that's one of them. So, that's boom. a good point. Uh, good, good job, Arkansas, hanging in there. But yeah, Alabama clinches the list with that. That's right. Sets it up, baby, for the big one. Yep. Woo! I can't wait. I can't wait. All right, Michigan State. Oh, no, that just kind of came out. No, oh, yeah, hey, just, we, right. we gotta get right, fired. I'm sorry, up. I'm, no, sorry. I'm prolonging the process. Go it. ahead. What's the next it. one? Uh, Michigan State, Ohio State. Oh. Golly, did anybody see this coming? Because I didn't. I, I didn't. I didn't. I, I, I mean, I thought Ohio State would beat them, um, but that was a Shall for I a top it? ten teams. Ohio State had seven possessions in the first half offensively and, and scored touchdowns on all seven. Forty nine nothing at the half. Um, two great receivers, uh, C.J. Stroud hitting stride. I think that is my guy for Heisman. I, I, I think C.J. Stroud right, – we'll see next couple of weeks how yeah. they play, but I think C.J. Stroud should win the Heisman. 
Uh, I mentioned a few episodes back about how much Ohio State scares me. Yeah. And then they didn't look too good against, like, Nebraska, Penn State. Like, and then, ah, they don't scare me. And then mid-game yeah. at Sanford the other day, Adam was like, oh, it kind of scared me. Yeah. Yeah, I got worried about Ohio State. Yeah. should have just been enjoying the dogs. But uh, started to get worried about Ohio State again. But yeah. uh, Michigan State had the 130th rank out of 130 um, passing defense. Well, there you go. So that that you know, some I mean, not take away anything from that, but the talent right. level wasn't there. Hey, man, that's why we play the game, and that's why Kirby's defense minded guy, and that's what we love. We love big against Alabama, Ohio State, whoever. We love big time defenses going up against these cute. Up tempo, spread it out, prima donna quarterbacks who can scramble around the pocket. We Georgia defense, Georgia program with Curry Smart has been built on destroying them teams, baby. That's it. And that's what we just gotta keep in mind and get focused about, Clark. That's what we gotta get focused <laughs> yep. about. So that's right. Love the thought of it, but hey, man, oh, bring God. them home. Indianapolis, yeah. two Let's hours go. away from Columbus. I'm getting way too ahead of myself. Yeah, we, we, we got to slow down. Anyway. Let's pop the brakes nah, on here. No, I like the intensity, though. I tell you, if if the full roster, Georgia football roster, played with the same kind of intensity Adam Thornton brings to each episode, we'd win. We'd be, we'd be undefeated yeah. every season. Yeah. <laughs> but, all right, Wake Forest at Clemson. We got this wrong. Yeah, I did, too. <laughs> I, I, it, was, it was wishful thinking. Well, it was more of our our, our disdain. Oh, good, disdain good word. Towards good word. Clemson coming yeah. out and really not really thinking about it. Uh, logically, Clemson still Dabo still got a lot yeah, of talent on that good. team. Defense is good, so good on them, man. You uh, they put up some points. I think they've averaged more points these days, Clark. Well, against good. the ACC, yeah. so they've recovered from their. Uh, yeah, <laughs> so glad. I think they've scored like 38 points a game against the Louisvilles and Yukons and Wake Forest. It's a big win in the Valley against the Deeks, but the Deeks still control. Yeah, hey, Clemson's still coastal. not going to Charlotte. It's coastal. I can't remember what. Nah, I can't figure who it out. Cares? Whatever, who cares? This is ACC. It's yeah. going to be Pittsburgh versus Wake Forest in the championship. Yeah. All right, anyway. Uh, SMU at Cincinnati. Adam, I don't even Cincinnati know. Cincinnati smoked them. Oh, they did. Nah, it wasn't even close. Nah. Well, I said it close, might be so, yeah. close, but nah, it, I was dead wrong about that. I thought it could well, be and, too, but. Well, you know, Cincinnati, that helps their case if they did uh, well, smoke them. You know, um, I guess it helps well, their case a little bit more. That's right. Uh, game of the week last week, Notre Dame College versus Slippery Rock. So, Who ended up winning that? This was a playoff game, Paul. It was? This was a playoff game. Okay. So this was a winner go home. And if you go home, you're sitting on the couch, you're playing the Xbox and just chilling <laughs> with your girlfriend. So yeah. just wishing, thinking about what could have been. And you know who's going to be wishing what could have been? Who? Slippery Rock. They slid, ah, and they slid off right. and they did not. They they got beat. Notre Dame College being 33-25, competitive game. Wow. I think it was closer than what me and you thought. But mm -hmm. slip, uh, Notre Dame College had the home field advantage, put it on them there, advancing the next round. Uh, that one shiny moment dream. Still alive for Notre Dame College. Well, good. Just for advancing Falcons. deep into the are they division two? Yeah, I, three. three. But, oh, the playoff, they're just yeah. they're just surviving advance, baby. So <laughs> good on Notre Dame College. That's right. Falcons, congrats. Good, good. We're definitely getting row sixty helmet stickers sent to these. We, we, we need to next that, year. Next, next year, year. We're gonna, <laughs> all right. Anyway, they're going. They might gonna throw them away, but, but hey, we're going yeah. to let them know anyway. Oh gosh. All right, which brings us to this week's pick'em. The rivalry week. Oh, yeah. I love this. I love this week. It's so much fun. Uh, Ohio State at Michigan, the game. 12 o'clock, Fox kickoff. Adam, this is a big game. I tell you what, Clark. I mean, I would love to be a fly on the wall at this game. Yeah. I could like to try, you know, I mean, they play at the same time, Georgia Tech and Georgia do. That's the bad thing about going yeah. to these games is you miss good football. But, hey, it's definitely worth it, obviously. But this game's huge. Jim Harbaugh's never beat Ohio State. Jim Harbaugh. And this is a game. This is a playoff game, essentially. Yeah. The winner of this goes to the Big Ten Championship with uh, – Playoff destinations in their control. Um, it's in Ann Arbor. Um, Michigan, actually, it was against a pedestrian Maryland team, but they put up some points they for did. the first time they, last They did. And their defense has been respectable all year, I feel like, for Big Ten standards. Mm -hmm. um, you know, they made some coordinating changes uh, this year. And so Harbaugh's got to – I don't know, and then you look at kind of more common opponents that Ohio State's played against, like Penn State, Oregon, or somebody with yeah. a defense with a pulse, and uh, Stroud hadn't looked as good, and they hadn't put up as many points to struggled. In Ann Arbor, man, and I know Harbaugh wants this one, Michigan faithful want this one, dying for it. It's going to be intense. That atmosphere will be intense. Yeah. Um, I want to pick Michigan bad, and I want them to win bad, and I'm going to scream for joy if they win, but – I think Ohio State's going to win. You Clark. think so? Yeah. Yeah, and especially in these games. When a team's got another team's number and Dave's yeah. got Harbaugh's number. Yeah, I don't. I true. hope that's not. True. That's I'm true. Be, I'm going to be pulling for the blue 
Pretty hard, though, but give me Ohio State. I'm the same way. I do, I do think it's going to be very, very yeah. close. Maybe yeah. a, yeah. a four-point game. Yeah. yeah. I don't know what's yeah. going to happen, but Ohio oh, yeah. State, I do oh, think yeah. it's going to squeak oh, one yeah. out. Uh, let's go down south. Florida State at Florida. No. Oh, oh, 12 I, o'clock ESPN. Who do you like? Well, how many does Florida got five wins or four wins? They have five. They oh, win so one. this is Moel's ability for both of them. Look at <laughs> yeah. them. Look at the yeah. Sunshine State with a big noon game <laughs> fighting for the go to Birmingham to the Birmingham or Bowl. Shreveport. Or Shreveport. the belt, but whatever. Yeah. I don't know. Playing on uh, before Christmas. <laughs> yeah. I love it. I love it. Hey, you know what my dream scenario would be, Clark? What? I know they probably already named it interim, but I would love for them to go down the hallway from Dan Mullen's former office, knock on the old ball coach's office, say, Steve, put on the Florida oh, visor, come be. out and just lead the charge. We're going to sell out. We're going to sell out the swamp, you know, get some uh, oh some uh, rear ends in the seats for a seat. Spurrier <laughs> come out there and lead the Gators one more time, and then Florida State beat them 63 to nothing, and they don't score a point. <laughs> that would be amazing. That would be my oh, dream my scenario. Gosh. It's not going to happen. Can but we start a I, petition? Yeah, to do that, because I would love and then Florida State route them to get yeah, no eligible. Yeah. I'd love oh, it, but, uh, but anyway. Uh, yeah, you, you're gonna take Florida, Florida State. Who, who you I, I'm sorry, I, I, I'm gonna take Florida State, Clark. Really? Yeah, right. yeah. I don't. I mean, it's a toss up. Flip a coin. Who cares? Florida State, because I hate Florida. I might actually flip a flip a coin here. Uh, well, I don't have no, one. No. I, I I can't pick Florida. I would go with Florida, Florida State. State. Go Knowles. Florida State. Go Knowles. Yep. For this one game. Yep. Um, all right, Alabama at Auburn, the Iron Bowl, 3.30 CBS. I love this game. I really do. I love the Iron Bowl. I love the Iron Bowl. Um, Clark, you go ahead and go first on this one. <sighs> I want Alabama, but then again, I kind of don't. But obviously, they're getting, you know what I'm yeah. saying, they're, they're, they're already in. I'll tell you what's going to happen. But... I'm going to tell you exactly I don't want to play happen. a ticked-off Alabama team either, you know? <laughs> I, Alabama's going to murder them like 49-7. So? Auburn, look. Now, now, if this was an Auburn team from October with Bo Nix healthy and them still trying to believe it, but I think I think there's some locker room problems yeah. with uh, with um, with uh, Harson and the team. I don't know. Harson kind of looks like a guy. He was never really a good fit. And I think when you coach football in the South and you come for, as an outsider of the South From and you don't understand West. it like Kirby or somebody yeah. does, it, it hits you. With yeah. the fan passion, everything. It, and it's just a grind, and it could wear you out. And then I think uh, I think Bobo's not going to hand the ball off to Bigsby enough. I don't think it's going to matter. T.J. Finley's a statue mm-hmm. back there. I think Alabama receivers are going to run wild. Bryce Young will have a field day, yeah. and they're going to go. And uh, Saban hadn't won there the past couple tries. I think it's going to be like that 2018 game where it's just a shellac. Dang. All right. Yeah, I like Al- wrong, but I do like Alabama in this game. You know, if Bo Nix were healthy, like you said, I'd actually take yeah, Auburn. Yeah, and I, thought, I really and would. just a few weeks ago, I was thinking I was dead set Auburn was mm-hmm. going to beat them, but they just like they fell apart, Clark. Yeah, I, I really think that. But yeah. I could be wrong. Rivalry game, you we'll don't see. know, but I think Alabama's going to shellac them. Yeah. Uh, Oklahoma, Oklahoma State going out west a little bit. Seven thirty, ABC. Bedlam. You said this could be round one of two for yeah, these absolutely. Two that's that's weird, you know. Yeah, yeah. I mean, God, that's that's a big mental thing. Big coach to have yeah. to play play them, and then the second one being the most important. But you want to win this one to get there to the second one, right? Uh, there, there's three things in life that are for certain, Clark, and that's death taxes and Oklahoma winning Bedlam and beating Mike Gundy. Okay. But but but. Hey, this is my prediction. Oklahoma State's got a good defense for Big 12. I mm-hmm. think they gave up 95 total yards against Texas Tech last week. Give me Mike Gundy and the Oklahoma hey, State. I'm t- it's in Stillwater, isn't it? Yeah. 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 So give me the Oklahoma State, you know, the Cowboys getting over that hump, winning this one, and then being let down and losing to Oklahoma next week. <laughs> or they might play – I don't know who it would be. I, I really don't know how that will work out if Baylor gets in there or whatnot. But yeah. just give me Oklahoma State this round. If they meet again, give me Oklahoma. Okay. I like Oklahoma State too. I like the Cowboys. Seven thirty. It's going to be a good Decent atmosphere. Defense. Good. Yes. Yeah. yeah. Relatively well, speaking. Now give me. I would love Michigan and Oklahoma State need to get get over the hump. Yeah. It's been too long for both yeah, of them. Yeah. Get over the hump, guys. Come on. Yeah. 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 Oh man. All right. Clemson at South Carolina. This is an underrated rivalry game, and this is one I'd love to go to if Georgia didn't have a game. Yeah, yeah. I'd just love to go see the – because there is apparently some absolute hatred for each other. Oh, yeah, absolutely. Um, 730's SEC Network in <sighs> Columbia, South Carolina, the worst oh, yeah. uh, college campus, in my opinion, in the SEC. Yeah, yeah. 
I agree with Maybe that. not as bad as Columbia, Missouri. But, I agree with Adam, that. who do you like? Do you like the Gamecocks or Dabba <laughs> Sweeney? I'm going to take Clemson to win, but I would love nothing more. Shane Beamer, He's, nice guy. Shane Beamer winning, winning the uh, winning the first annual game between Beamer and Dabo. Hey, listen, beating them. He's going to do it. He's going to do it. He's going to listen. Oh my God! He, he, he's at, he has some momentum after last week. Beating Auburn. You know, he got a little emotional beating um, ECU and Auburn. He did. Do you imagine? Can you what? imagine the tears that will be shed? Oh, I know. I, I know. They're bowl eligible too, are they not? Yeah. I yeah. think. Yeah, yeah, they are. Yeah, yeah, they are going bowling. They, out. They, yeah, they, they, made, they made t-shirts. They made t-shirts. Bowl bound. Bowl bound. South Good Carolina, for them, 2021. Man. Good for Shane. Good I for like nice Shane. Guy Shane. Give me, give me Shane. I love Shane because the Tigers by three points. I love Shane because he'll never be a threat. Kirby's smart, yeah, but yeah. but yeah, yeah. Hey, okay, wait I, a minute. I, I, all right, you're going with. I, I'm doing it. All right, it's a yeah. seven thirty. They're going to do the uh, two thousand Space Odyssey and the and the chicken thing and the sandstorm. Yeah, 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 yeah. And the chicken's going to crow. Yep. All right, and their quarterback didn't look too half bad. So yeah, whichever one they're on now. Third string, Jason Brown. Something like that. Honestly, he should have been starting from the beginning. I agree. question that. But anyway, I'm not a coach. I don't know. Oh, boy. All right. Go with the game cops in court. Yeah. All right. Let's go. Let's go. All right. Which brings us to the game of the week, West Georgia versus Valdosta State. Oh, big game in the state. I don't even. Playoff game? Adam, I don't. Yes, a playoff game. I don't even know their mascots. That's awful preparation on my part. Oh. I think Valdosta State. God, you, I could have told you this. I'll look it up real quick if you want to talk. Valdosta State, the Wildcats. Uh, I could have made myself look dumb right there. Let's go Wild, Wild, Wildcats. Wildcats. The Wildcats, yeah. Uh, no. Blazers. No, Bla- yeah, I knew that. That's right. That's okay. right. Why not? The, the Wildcats are the high school. Valdosta yeah, high school. That's, 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 there we go. But, there we go. Yeah, that's right. That's right. And then West Georgia is the Wolverines. The Wolverines. Wolverines. That, yeah. Sure? yeah. 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 Wolverines. We're getting Wolverines. some confirmation. Go. Oh, yeah, I like yeah. that Wolfie. mascot yeah, right there. Yeah. Look at that. Okay. Uh, who like are you going the, with? I'm going to go with Wolfie. <laughs> what? You're going with West Georgia? <laughs> yeah. Valdosta State is They're where, a program. Uh, uh, two guys in our staff, maybe more. I don't know. Will Muschamp and Kirby used to coach. Got their really? roots down there. And Valdosta. Give me the Blazers. Okay. The Valdosta State. All right. Sorry. All right. Sorry about that. It seems like your wife is like some West Georgia Wolverines. Mm. She needs a mascot. Yeah. But give it the Blazers. Okay. All right. Big game. That's that, right. Title that's Town, USA, Valdosta, they're going to win. Yeah. Okay. We'll see. We'll see. Mm-hmm. Um. Yeah. Sorry about that. We'll, we'll, we'll be more prepared next Yeah. Time. That's, that's all right. Gonna, hey, that's okay. Hey, that's okay. We're going to roll with Love. it. Yep. Hey, Georgia versus Georgia Tech, 12 o'clock, ABC. Yes, sir. Ugh. I love going time. to Bobby Dodd and just – Filling that place up Time with red and black. to get our minds right, that's Clark. Right. And then seeing Mercedes-Benz oh. in the distance, knowing that's yes. the big one coming yes. up. Give me the dogs, Adam. 54 to zero. We're going to kick one field goal, and we're going to have one safety. 54 to zero. Shut out on the road. We're going to stomp them, y'all. So I get ready. It. If you're not going to this game already, go get you some tickets on StubHub. They're about $100. Fill it up, man. Yeah. Fill it up. They're about $100 each, and that's because they know Georgia fans are going to come and travel to this game and take over the state because hey, we run this state. That's right. That's right. People need to come. This is the time to come to Bobby Dodd. Yes. This is the time. Yeah. Come on. It's a good game right before Thanksgiving or right after Thanksgiving. Yep. Take you and your family. So, yeah, 54 to nothing, Adam. I love it, Clark. I love it. All right, people. We've preached about how we wanted a 12-0 Georgia team. For how long now? How long now have we dreamed going into the season? And you're, every time you think about preseason, you wish, man, I hope Georgia goes 12-0. Yeah. Unblemished. Yep. Perfection regular season. Georgia Tech is the only opponent that stands in Georgia's way, Clark. Georgia Tech. Georgia Tech. So enjoy it, people. Go watch this football game and watch and then know about 3.30 on Saturday afternoon, your Georgia Bulldogs are 12-0, right number one, playing Alabama, about to kill the king the next week and bathe in it, baby, because this week is the historic time that you're going to tell your grandchildren about this football team going 12-0, that you get to see them one last time in the regular season against the Georgia Tech Yellow Jackets, man. Hey, we're going to Bobby Dodd. It's going to be all red and black. You're going to hear cheers every time Georgia makes a big play because that's all that's going to be in the stadium. 
game. It's time to let the big dog eat, Clark. Give me the dogs. Same scores last week, 56-7. Fort right. Georgia Tech touchdown at the end on something stupid. Yeah. Who cares? 56-7, get back in the house, rest up, fans, Bulldog, everybody, players alike, because – after this week, it's the big one, baby. Give me the dogs, 56-7. Go dogs, baby. Hey, 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 hey.